Hello, this is Jer Lanska, and thank you for joining in again and listening to the Anointed Nachos podcast. I am so excited to be jumping into a new fruit of the Spirit today, and that is kindness. This series has been a wonderful experience, just studying it out and seeing how it applies in our lives and understanding that, you know, the fruit of the Spirit really is for every believer. These things need to be developed in all of our lives. And there's so many good resources out there for children's ministry for the Fruit of the Spirit series, and that's great. I love that. But there isn't a lot of good Fruit of the Spirit messages out there for adults. And it's not just something that kids need to hear, like you need to be kind to the bully in the playground, you know. These are fruits that develop in us our attitudes, our actions are all based off of these fruits being well developed, how we treat other people. And not just kids, adults definitely need to understand more about the fruit of the Spirit. I've run into so many adults that act, you know, worse than kids out in public, and they rant and they complain to store clerks and they just behave childish and it's because a lot of these fruits aren't in them they're not being developed let's jump into what kindness is and how that works in our life so just a basic definition like in a dictionary it would say that kindness is a kind disposition or attitude towards others let's jump right into the word in ephesians chapter 4 Verse 31 through 32 says, Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind to each other, tender hearted, forgiving one another, just as God, through Christ, has forgiven you. So there's a lot of things that we have to get rid of and not just add kindness in. But there's things that are in our heart, things that are deep inside our soul. There's bitterness, there's rage, there's anger that just bubbles up when we hear certain things going on, when we think about a certain situation or person. Those things are down inside and we need to get them out. And part of that, I'll talk in a little bit just about learning how to forgive others. That's one way to get rid of those things out of your life. But these verses say, instead of these things, though, we need to learn to be kind to each other, tender-hearted and forgiving one another, because that's what Christ did for us. We want to be living Christ-like in this earth towards other people. One way to do that is understanding that we are salt to the earth. Salt is a type of kindness. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 13 through 16, it says, you are the salt of the earth, but what good is salt if it has lost its flavor? Can you make it salty again? It will be thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless. You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see, so that everyone will praise your Heavenly Father. 
see how that works that our salt being good leads people to Christ you know the word says that the goodness of God leads people to repentance it's not condemning people telling them all the sins that they're doing and how evil they are and that they're going to hell it's the goodness of God leads people to Christ being good to them talking about the love of Christ and showing examples through our actions towards others so we have to know we are the salt on the earth. We are the hands and feet of Jesus. The things we do and the things we say are going to affect others and help lead people to Christ. Now, if salt loses its saltiness, it's useless. That's what this verse says, that if salt has lost its flavor, it's just thrown out. It's worthless. So the degree to which you are useful to God is the degree in which you develop kindness in your life. The enemy tries to take away your salt. One function of kindness is to prepare the hearts of unbelievers to receive the seed of the gospel. And like we were just reading, that the goodness of God leads people to repentance and our good deeds shine out for all to see so that people will praise our Heavenly Father. It's our good deeds, like the kindness that we show others and the words that we speak help prepare people to receive the gospel. In Titus chapter 3, verse 3 through 5, it says, Once we too were foolish and disobedient, we were misled and became slaves to many lusts and pleasures. Our lives were full of evil and envy, and we hated each other. But when God our Savior revealed his kindness and love, he saved us, not because of the righteous things we have done, but because of his mercy. He washed away our sins, giving us a new birth and a new life through the Holy Spirit. So God is showing mercy and kindness and his love towards us. And it's not because of what we did. So we have to understand that we are saved through faith by grace, God's grace given to us and his mercy giving us what we don't deserve. And so we want to extend that same mercy to others. Sometimes it doesn't matter what they've done or said. Like we need to learn to forgive and love on people because that's what Christ does for us. We are the salt of the world and it's God's expression of his kindness to the world. Unbelievers may notice that you don't smoke or you don't curse or drink and they notice your prayers and church attendance. But if you display rude behavior, why would you expect them to listen to you when you share the gospel? Let's just say you ask someone to come to church with you and you're excited to get them into the church and you want to help them learn about Jesus, but then you go out to lunch after church and the waitress, you know, forgets the sauce next to your chicken and you lash out and you complain. Like, how can you forget something like this? Like, and you're rude to them. Like, what do you think that the person that just went to church with you is going to think of your actions and your words now treating someone with disrespect? So just think about how you treat people in stores when you can't find what you need or they even give you the wrong product and you go home with the wrong product and you come back in to the return area and take care of a situation. It could have been someone else's fault. Someone else could have undercooked or overcooked your food even. But how do you treat those people? Are you rude to them? Even if someone's good to you, do you tip them poorly? Think about how you treat others because what you say and what you do, those actions speak loud. 
to those around you. And you don't want them to think that that's how Jesus is like. You're a Christian and you should be full of love. You don't want to have a bad example as a witness saying that you're a Christian and treating other people poorly. One nice thing about kindness is that it always produces the same flavor or attitude quality regardless of the person. Being kind is being kind no matter who's doing it. We can all show love, we can all show respect, we can all show kindness, and it has a sweet fragrance to it. And everyone can do it. Every person has the ability to be kind if you let this fruit develop in you. James chapter 2 verse 9 says, But if you favor some people over others, you are committing a sin, and you're guilty of breaking the law. Now, that's not saying that you can't have friends and you like hanging out with certain people. But let's just say you're talking about strangers even, and you treat one person just because of how they look or act or you like judge them internally, and you might treat them different or tip them different or go up to a certain person and talk nicer to someone versus someone else. You know, if there's judgment there, that is sin where we're exercising a little kindness to some people and judgment towards other people. You know, it goes back to just the words that we speak out of our mouth, like fresh water and bitter water don't pour out of the same spring. We have to speak words that are fresh and kind to all people. Kindness allows us to forgive. Matthew chapter 18, verses 21 through 22 says, Then Peter came to him and asked, Lord, how often should I forgive someone who sins against me? Seven times? And the Lord says, no, not seven times but 70 times 7. He just multiplied that way up there to where it's almost impossible to comprehend how many times someone would do something against you and you still need to forgive them for what they did. And that doesn't mean, you know, that you just let them trample over you and take advantage of you and steal from you and hurt your family and whatever. But you need to forgive and move on and let it go because when you choose not to forgive someone what that does is it puts something bitter down in your soul and in your heart and whenever you hear that person's name or think of that situation like bitterness rage rises up and then you'll say something or do something irrational because of the moment and it never ends well you'll say something you didn't want to say and hurt people you'll always regret it so we need to clean our own hearts. We need to keep them clean by living in forgiveness. And the main reason is because Christ forgave us, right? We want to forgive others because Christ forgave us. Jesus is the ultimate example. In Psalms chapter 103, verse 12, it says, He has removed our sins as far from us as the east is from the west. Just think about that. There's no further from us that it can go. Jesus took our sins and sent it off as far as they can possibly go. It's not like hidden in another room where they can come back out and be given back to us. They are sent far away. And that's how we need to treat others when we forgive them. To send that thought as far away as it can possibly go so when a situation arises again, we don't pull that out and hold it against somebody and say, oh, no, you did this 20 times before. That's enough. You know, we need to forgive and be quick about it so it doesn't affect our heart.
Now here's a quick story about someone just being kind in the Bible. I love the story about the Good Samaritan. Luke chapter 10, verses 30 through 37. Let's take a look at this. Someone asked Jesus, like, who's my neighbor? Because Jesus said, love your neighbor as yourself. And someone's like, who is my neighbor? And here's the story that Jesus said. In verse 30, Jesus replied with a story. A Jewish man was traveling from Jerusalem down to Jericho, and he was attacked by bandits. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him up, and left him half dead beside the road. By chance, a priest came along, but when he saw the man lying there, he crossed to the other side of the road and passed him by. The temple assistant walked over and looked at him lying there, but he also passed by on the other side. Then a despised Samaritan came along, and when he saw the man, he felt compassion for him. Going over to him, the Samaritan soothed his wounds with olive oil and wine and bandaged them, and then he put the man on his own donkey and took him to an inn, where he took care of him, and the next day he handed the innkeeper two silver coins, telling him, Take care of this man. If his bill runs higher than this, I'll pay you the next time I'm here. Now which of these three would you say was a neighbor to the man who was attacked by bandits, Jesus asked. And the man replied, the one who showed him mercy. And then Jesus said, yes, now go and do the same. So someone who is despised is the one who stopped and helped this person, bandaged his wounds, took him to an inn, fed him, paid for his room, and even told the inn, if his bill goes up higher than what I just gave you, I'll pay it, whatever it takes. Man, that's some, that's some good kindness. Whatever it takes to help this person, whatever it costs to pay this thing that he needs. Now, that is above and beyond just someone being nice. These other people didn't even take the time when they walked by the road and saw him laying there. They're like, I need to be somewhere. I have some place to go. You know, I don't have <laughs> just a minute even to stop and see if this person's even alive. That just shows the common person who doesn't have kindness rising up on the inside of them and this fruit growing in their heart that they'll just walk by. You'll walk by people. You'll pass them by. You won't even glance at their situation when you're not letting this kindness grow inside of you. So we need kindness in our hearts to take care of people around us. It's what Jesus wants us to do. It's what he did for us. And we're the salt of the earth, so we need to show kindness to the people around us. I have a few actions for you to do. One is, are there people in your life that you are not currently being kind to because of something they have done or said? I'm sure at some point we've all had feelings or said things about somebody because of an injustice or something terrible that happened to us. But the thing is, we need to learn to forgive them. That's what's needed. So we do that and then move on because we drop the charges and let ourselves be clean and healed. So learn to forgive. If there's anything in your heart, any names that pop up, forgive them. Ask the Lord to take that pain from you and move on. Action number two, are there wrong things coming out of your mouth on a regular basis towards other people? Not because of what they did, but it's just coming out of your heart, out of 
rage or anger, even strangers that you're talking to, and you know it's an issue with you, not the other person. We need to guard our heart, for the Bible says, out of our heart flow the issues of life. So we need to spend time thinking about what are you allowing into your heart? Just ponder that. What are you looking at? What are you listening to? If you're always listening to negative things on the news or in movies or on the radio, in the music you listen to, if there's negative things being spoken, things that just give you an uneasiness feeling, you're constantly putting those things into your heart, a restlessness. And then it's going to come out of your mouth. When there's a little pressure put on you, negative things will come out your mouth because you put it in your heart. The word says that what's in your heart will come out of your mouth. So guard your heart. Spend time thinking about what you allow through your eyes and your ears because those are the gateway to your heart. And action number three, we just pray. Ask the Lord that he gives you more kindness to be able to show his compassion on other people. Let's pray right now. Lord God, I thank you that we're learning more about kindness. I'm thankful that we know that when we learn to forgive and let everything go, that it cleans up our heart and allows bitterness to flee, and we're then allowed to show more kindness. We know that kindness is your compassion when we spend more time with you, Lord, that that kindness can flow out of us towards other people when we understand just how good you are to us. So let us just have a better understanding and revelation of how good you are to us, how much you love us, and the kindness that you've already shown us through your grace and mercy each and every day so that we can understand how to show that same kindness to others that we interact with. We thank you, Lord God, and praise your mighty name. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you again for listening. I'm excited about this Fruit of the Spirit series, and I pray that it's blessing you and helping you in your everyday life. God bless you. Anoint- 